Round three. Welcome back. Here we are. Yes, we are. Today we uh, looks like we got ourselves some mushrooms back here. Yeah. In case you forgot, this is my sister Nicole, because I did not introduce her last podcast. Oh yeah, this is Megan. She hasn't changed. We just assume that we're just talking to each other and that this is not like nobody actually knows who the fuck we are well and the thing is is that if they're listening to this on like spotify or apple music or itunes or google play or whatever podcast land they live in how do they tell our voices apart great question because i mean if you watch us that's actually why we're doing this welcome to synchronicity we don't know what the fuck we're doing no but we have a lot of information we're making it up we're talking about Um, so today we're going to be talking about plant medicine, which is, I think, my favorite subject, even above banana dicks. Yeah, plant, plant medicine's pretty fucking rad. It is rad. Um, my so new we, favorite thing? We found it's mushrooms. This. Yeah. <laughs> well, okay. So, you know, I've been working with the body for how many years now, and this is the mind. This is it what is. we were missing. So, it's the mind and the body. Here we are. My headphones are pulling my hair. We're doing great. Okay. Um... What do you want to name them? I don't know, but we we have to decide, are they like sisters? Are they in a relationship? Are they mom and baby? Maybe we should come up with the names. Okay, we should do that. And then decide what they are. Well, we have a list of mushroom mushroom names. Mushroom names. Yeah, so the big one, it's got a white cap. White? Oh yeah, the little one doesn't have one, huh? No, his is like psychedelic, like multi. Oh, I gave it a he. It's probably she. I don't know. I don't know. Nowadays, just got pink. Yeah. I don't know. Pink. I think we should name the big one albino. Cause he's got a white top. He's got a white top. So he's like he's albino. He has no pigment on the top. No, appreciate that. Okay. He's like he's like white like us. <laughs> I've got seriously no pigment. <laughs> and you then can see through. Yeah, yeah, it's a thing. Um, and then what about the second one? Mini, Mimi. Mini. Sunshine. Sunshine. I like Minnie. She's just small and petite. Yeah. Albino and Minnie. I, I like it. Okay, so they're in a relationship or are they best friends? You know, whatever they want to be. All right, well, we'll leave that guys up to you. Whatever yeah. you think. Yeah. Whatever uh, you're feeling. These are our mushies. They're our mushies. They're going to be hanging out with us when we talk about plant medicine. And we're going to talk about all the different plant medicine, not just mushrooms. But mushrooms are like our favorite topic to talk about. It is my favorite topic. Yes, it is. recently, especially after watching the Fantastic Fungi documentary on Netflix. Fucking baller. So cool. Yeah. Uh, and again, disclaimer, don't talk like us. <laughs> we actually sent this podcast to our dad, <laughs> and he texts back, potty mouths. Oh, who do you think we learned it from? Exactly. Yeah. Anyway. But, you know, so uh, don't talk like this in real life. You know that people that cuss usually have higher IQs? That's what they say. You know, hey, you know, or, cu- or cuss like us and bring your IQ up. What is proper these days? I don't anyway. know. I break a lot of rules. Making the rules. All right. So um, we're going to talk about plant medicine today. Mainly, we're going to talk about Megan's experience with um, a eight-week microdosing experience. Yeah. It was I, pretty cool. It was pretty cool. Um, so about what september is when i first started and i'd heard of microdosing before right but i hadn't really like taken the idea seriously well it kind of yeah it started like popping up in september we started like hearing this like sparkly word 
microdosing. Yeah, and I was like, what is this? It's like, oh, we met this like amazing shamanic man named Ryan, and he was like, it opens chakras. And I was like... He's great, by the way. Okay. Yeah. If um, you're ever in Utah... Check him out. Go see him. DMS. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll give you his you. IG. He's a good human. Yeah, he's like some crazy shaman body worker dude. But anyway, that was the first time I'd really like heard about it heard about it and uh then the guy I was dating at the time mentioned it like maybe a couple weeks later you were dating him oh jason yeah that guy that i guy. remember he was he did mention it I remember. yeah he Got mentioned it. it um seeing dating fucking you know whatever hey. you put it. like we said disclaimer in the beginning disclaimer <laughs> <laughs> so jason mentioned microdosing yes and that in was in september october september it yeah, or like the beginning of October. It wasn't very long after I'd heard it from yeah, Ryan. Yeah, because you heard, well, no, because we heard about Ryan in October because that's when I was in Utah. Right. So you heard it from Jason first, then we heard it from Ryan. Still a great guy. Because um, mm-hmm. he um, mentioned it. Yeah, so I've, he- I've heard it for different things. Ryan was like chakra opening, and I mean, then I started to research it, and it's like addiction, PTSD, depression, like. Decriminalized. Like, magical yeah Yeah. and it's been decriminalized in canada and here in colorado and all sorts of places and i was like oregon holy washington what's going on dc well and then and there's a reason why they call it magic mushrooms yes magic so i was like okay and it supposedly or at least this has been my experience really helps with trauma loops so you know you can either take magic mushrooms and just like have a good time Bless you. Excuse me. Or you can take them intentionally, which is what I did. Um, I've actually, disclaimer, I've actually never macrodosed right. on mushrooms. Neither one of us have. I have not. So um, it's one thing I would eventually like to do as well as like an ayahuasca adventure and stuff. But for the moment, I've only microdosed. I just finished my eight weeks, two weeks ago. Um, with your coach? You with, had a coach. I had a coach. And I think that coaching is really important because... You know, you can go to therapists, and there's probably a lot of great therapists out there. That has not been my experience with therapy. Same. Um, we grew up in an alcoholic household. We grew up with mental illness in our household. Abandonment. Um, abandonment, all sorts of we, Everybody has traumas. Yes. So it's just part of being Everybody human. has it. And if you, if you, don't, bullshit. you don't think you have it, you probably have a lot of it. <laughs> well, you're just in denial. Yes. So... Uh, you know, you go in and you write an intention and you do all this. And as I went through it, you can actually check out Synchronicity222 at Instagram and see a bunch of videos about kind of my experience. It got repetitive, but I also realized we were going to do a podcast towards the middle of this. So right. this was going to be my actual like last um, post about how everything ended. All right. And what was so fascinating about my intention was I saw changes but the last meeting that I had with my coach, it was crazy because I was like, there was one specific person that came into my life that basically had all the tendencies of my dad, all the tendencies of ex-boyfriends that had traumatized me, and I was doing a lot of boundary work because the problem with trauma is a lot of it's reinforced by not having boundaries. Right. So a lot of mine was like boundaries around men and boundaries around this and boundaries around that. And this one specific, I won't even call him a man because he's not, a boy came into my life because men don't treat women like that um, and like reintroduced all of them. And I had to learn serious trauma, serious trauma. And he was a very traumatized human, Um, but I had to learn boundaries and I had to learn how to just like 
I remember one specific instance, and I felt guilty about it for a while, but I was microdosing, and I'm usually like one of my traumas is people pleasing. It's like, oh my God, it's my fault, especially around men. And I think a lot of women have this. And I get on the phone with him, and he he's like, well, you know, like, I need to talk to you about this. And I just like called him out on his shit. I was like, I didn't actually do anything wrong. If you can't fucking plug a blender into a wall, I can't help you. Well, you were his life coach. I was his nutritional coach. Okay. Oh, yeah, so, yeah. Nutritional coach. Yeah, right. I was you working with him. You weren't working on He any. has low testosterone, um, you know, like extra body fat. Right. Uh, just like He's not, very soft. Yeah. like Soft. And he we very trying. obviously has low testosterone yeah. issues. Right. And gut issues and all sorts of stuff. They're all related. Obviously, liver problems. Um, but anyway, so it was crazy because this human like just wanted to walk all over me he wanted to blame me for his problems and so much of my life I've been taking that on you know insulted me as a coach insulted me as a human and I was just like you know what I'm actually not taking that you know if you have a problem take your shit elsewhere so I mean he literally was upset with me um because they they were having like their kitchen redone or something and he's like, my stomach really hurts and, you know, I don't know what to do. And I was like, okay, you're just making excuses. I need you to plug a blender in a wall. You don't need a kitchen to do that. You can plug it in the bathroom. That's not me being a bitch. That's me telling you like, hey, you're getting in your own way. Right. I need you to step outside this trauma spin of victim because that's what you're doing. And we all make excuses. We all do it. I've done it in my life. But the thing is, is like, I, even as a yoga teacher, which I've been for 10 years, it's like people get in these loops where they're like, I can't do that. I can't do this. That's something that you're telling yourself in your head. And yeah, maybe for a certain amount of time, that's true. But for him, it's not like he was crippled or disabled or anything. He could plug a blender in anywhere. So do so I was asking him to get out of his own way and he put those traumas on me. But anyway, the amazing thing was is like when I was microdosing, I didn't even care. I'm also a projector in human design, which means I can feel other people's feelings. So this is also why I go into people pleasing. Because I don't want to feel that. And when I'm on small amounts of mushrooms, it's like the shield just goes around around me and like I own my stuff and not other people's. So I have no problem just being like, I need this. Or hey, you can't put that on me. Or I mean, it just, I'd never been able to do that without being angry. And it wasn't even an anger response. It was just like a, this is bullshit and like I'm not comfortable in this situation. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell you and then I'm gonna leave the situation. So. Do you, and, and you've found in your eight weeks that even the days you weren't microdosing. Right. So the days that you dose are like major and then you have integration for like two or three days, depending on what your dose schedule is. So like, even though those dose days can be kind of intense, you can actually see, excuse me, more boundary work and stuff in the days that you aren't dosing. Yeah. Cause you're implementing in what you're right working on in your intention. Yeah. And I just got out of my own way. Right. Like, I don't know if microdosing like we would have ever done any of this because we always stood in our own way we was always like what we couldn't true. do we're perfectionists we're like always focusing on the negative aspects of ourselves instead of just fucking going for it which and is like, which is a huge trauma of ours huge trauma and it's like i'm not worthy i'm not good enough i can't take up space and even in my teaching and yoga class like i just stopped giving a fuck if somebody would get mad at me or stuff i was just like do it and do it right or like what are you doing so right. and that's kind of I was doing that and as a teacher but I've done that in my life it's like what are you waiting for like you want to do this 
what are you waiting for? And right. it's like, that's all I've done my whole life is just wait. Well, And, and the, we're not doing that anymore. No, and we're not. And it's really quite amazing because this whole company really quickly happened. When I started microdosing and yeah. then you started. But it, Yeah, like it, it literally happened. You were taking a class on, marijuana, on marijuana. Yeah. Yeah, so plant medicine to mm-hmm. help women that you have, um, pregnant women. Yes. Um, giving them resources in regards to morning sickness and other things that they have actually done scientific right, studies so on. Like postpartum depression and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, using marijuana, THC, right. and CBD. Now, mm-hmm. obviously, that's a conversation and you can absolutely have with Megan. We're not promoting Go Smoke a Bowl and like why you're well, pregnant. Actually, well, we will do <laughs> we'll talk about a that, podcast but, on that. Yeah. Um, you, were, you were teaching a class. It was just funny because you were microdosing. You are taking a class on plant medicine. Yes. And then this class, this whole thing literally came I mean, it was like a whirlwind. It happened yeah, so fast. It and, really did. And then we were like, okay. And then all of a sudden, we just started like, order, we ordered all the stuff. Yeah. And had we probably not been microdosing, or you had been, you were microdosing, I was not at that point. Right. Because um, I was still looking to that my stars to align with a coach. Right. Um, Having a coach is super important to super keep you accountable. Super huge. And be patient. Yeah. They will come. Well, and intention. And yes. Stuff. And, and if they someone. align with you and this and that. Right. Um, but yeah, and we probably would still be putting this on paper. Instead, we didn't even put it on paper. Actually, we put our name on paper, and then we created a website, and we created an Instagram, and yeah. it was like, bam. Here we are. Plant medicine. <laughs> so if you want to start a company. Well, but it's also trauma. Again, it's, it's all a trauma loop, and we just have started to get out of our own ways, and it has resonated so much with me mm-hmm. that I'm actually now coaching, and I think that it's something you're also going to be doing. Um, I'm actually coaching three beautiful women who are in a very similar spot that I was. So, yeah, it helps a lot with addiction and stuff, correct? Yeah. Um, okay, so they have, and that's where a lot of the scientific studies are being done right now with alcohol. Right. Alcoholism yeah. is... John being, Hopkins. Yeah, John Hopkins. And, like, they're, I think they're supposed to, I can't remember if it's June or July, this year they're supposed to release all their studies that they've been doing since they legal, they, excuse me, decriminalized it in um, Oregon. Mm-hmm. And they've been doing a ton of scientific studies I mean, on it. It's already been done. It was done in the 60s and 70s. It's yes. just the fact that, like, um, literally psilocybin costs, like, maybe $100. And you don't dose all the time. It's not addictive. It's not anything. Right. So it's like, you know, big pharma can't make any money off of it. Well, and that's the thing is, is, like, they did, if you start reading about it mm-hmm. and you watch that funky, that uh, f- oh, fantastic funky mm-hmm. on Netflix – our brain is literally wired for it. Well, right. They think that that's what made us evolve. Like, is quite literally, and they started seeing colors and stuff. And our brains actually have neuroreceptors for fungus. The apes, right? Right. They're the ones that started. Well, yeah. They think that they started taking, they started eating, eating mushrooms. mushrooms off of- and then their cranial brain, their cranial bones, just like literally grew and they yeah. were like uh two million years what is happening this is not this doesn't yeah, we evolved super quickly right and then like that then they started talking about in that documentary about um how much we don't know well yeah i mean there's probably millions of different types of fungi yeah if not so cool way more than that right and they, they're linking it to fixing or not fixing but at least helping massively well, with um i mean look at penicillin yeah with I mean, um alzheimer's reconnecting the brain right mind's mean 
Yeah, and mm-hmm. um, being cybicillin is reconnecting both hemispheres, like literally we're going in and rewiring. Well, in turkey, the brain tail is yeah, shrinking, shrinking tumors. tumors. Yeah, but big pharma can't make any money off of it. Well, and also like we have a sick care system, not a healthcare system. It's right. like if fungus can fix a lot of the issues that we're having, then they don't want anybody to know about it. Well, I mean, fungus is literally the reason, like penicillin, right? In World War One. I believe it was World War One because it was in the forties. Yeah. History is correct. Yeah, that's one reason why we won was because we were able to save so many soldiers' lives where they didn't have that technology was, in other countries. Yet. And this is a very bold statement, and I realize how bold this statement is. But the single greatest um, scientific discovery was penicillin. Yes, in the last century. Right, but, and it was originally found in nineteen like twenty six. Right, but it didn't win a Nobel Prize until like the fifties. Right. But I think the single greatest scientific discovery in this age will be <laughs> will be just how profound psilocybin is. Well, and it gets and people how it reconnects you. The anxiety gets with, them off the anxiety medicines. But but beyond that, right? What is anxiety? What is addiction? What is all of these things? It's lack of connection with higher self, God, spirit, whatever. Right. If you look at any of that. It's lack of a higher purpose. It's well, like these people actually addi- like addiction and depression and everything is like being very selfish and very self-centered. So what this does, right, is psilocybin just opens up almost like a portal in your brain where it's like you see the bigger picture. Carl Jung, everybody talked about like really like a mass consciousness, all of these things. Right. And it's like when you're on mushrooms, you feel connect. You realize Ram that Doss the was earth all about mushrooms. Yeah, has a pulse. Everything around you has a pulse. You have a pulse, I have a pulse, plants, fungus, everything, and we are connected, and that is what we're missing. Like, we have lost touch with the fact that, like, we are just as forgettable and, you know, whatever as any other plant or any other anything. We need to stop living, like, you know, living in a cubicle, and we're so against nature. We're so against everything, and this is why I'm coaching. This is why I'm everything. It's like... How do I help people see the bigger picture? Because that's what, that's is why we're here. Right. And it's what we've done. We've, well, we've seen the bigger picture gotten, because we've gotten out of our own damn way. But the system teaches people to stay in their own way. Yeah, but they want to. I mean, again, right. I used to fly in private jets. I've flown a lot of the 1%. I know a lot of Hollywood. I know a lot of everything. And it's like, these people are taking mushrooms. They're doing these things. But they don't want the lower and middle class to start doing these things because when you get out of your own way, you realize that money's a vibration, that there's money trauma and money wounds that keep you poor, that keep you in this spin. When you don't know who you are, they take astrology and everything else away from you, then you are a slave. And what psilocybin does is take you out of that mentality. And I had so much trauma from aviation and stuff that I didn't even realize because it was like being a part of the 1% but really not. And I was like, how do I recover from this? Well, and it's also, I mean, like, it's a system, like you said. Right. I mean, like, PTSD, anxiety, depression. Once you are slapped ADHD, they slap a label on you. Yeah. That's your identity the rest of your life. I mean, I have, how many people have you met and I've met in my life? It's like, you talk to them for five minutes and they give you a laundry list of, like, every prescription, pharmaceutical, this, that, another that they have. And, like, you're just like... Wow, that's your identity. Yeah, but think about this. It's like there is no side effects of psilocybin known to man, right? But all of these, and people are afraid of psychedelics. I was too. I was a huge part of this. But I would take Mucinex or, 
you know, penicillin or whatever thing that has a laundry list of side effects, right? Because it's mixed with all this other shit. Well, what about like the sun, all the sunscreen recalls? Oh, yeah. We've been putting sunscreen on for years. We'll take all of these things prescribed by a doctor because we think it's safe. But then one thing that's holistic or natural, we're like, oh my God, what's going to happen to me? And it's like, it's because we have freaking Stockholm syndrome. It's like we have been programmed to think that these people in a white lab coat know more than anybody else. Excuse me, and that's simply not true. Well, and, you know, there's a reason why in the 60s they defunded it. Nixon was a huge part of the drug movement. (coughs) Excuse me. You can me that water. The drug movement. (coughs) Yeah, because people started waking up. They started leaving the Matrix. Well, and they, yeah, and and then it was this huge dare movement, um, you know, because they were doing scientific research on LSD, on mescaline, on mescaline, DMT, right. All of those um drugs, I guess is what they called them. Um and they they gave a lot of the evidence that was false. The stuff about LSD, I mean, they talked about how it like made you crazy and it actually they were proving it was fear tactics otherwise. So I mean, it's, it's all fear tactics. And they've done it with mushrooms. They've, they've done, done it with, with mescaline. They've done it with DMT. They've, they've done, done it with, with not being on birth control. They've ayahuasca. Done with, with they've done it with everything. Yeah. They've done it with everything that will cause you to step outside yourself and to see what's actually happening. Right. Because if you realize that everything is bullshit and that manifesting and all of this stuff is real, then they lose their power to control you. Well, it's like taking the red pill. Exactly. I think that the Matrix was a documentary and not an actual. <laughs> now the the fourth one, uh, the newest one. I actually one, fell asleep, so I can't attest to anything. I don't. I didn't rewatch it, but I was like, I don't know what's happening because it was like forward seventy years, but then like Keanu Reeves, and then Whatever. I was like, I don't know what's going on. But I highly recommend that everybody take psilocybin. Everybody get a coach. Again, get a coach. We not, cannot emphasize that enough. Us, but like, step outside yourself. Figure out what you are. Because the other thing is, is that I see in people. And it was just like me in aviation. It's like I had a bomb-ass job. Yeah. But the thing is that I was so unfulfilled and so unhappy because it was like I, I wasn't fulfilling my life's purpose. And if it hadn't been for COVID, if it hadn't been for all of these things, like pretty much divine intervention that stepped in, it's like I've only been coaching for, what, almost a week and a half now. And it's like I cannot wait to see what these amazing women do. But they're also like on the search of like – I don't give a fuck about money. I don't give a fuck about any of it. Like, what what am I supposed to do here? Like, I know that I have a mission, but you have to reconnect with yourself. It's the remembering of who you are. If you think back to when you were a kid, a lot of times that's going to align a lot more than what people do now. And it's like, yeah, sitting in a cubicle all day, I don't know who wouldn't want to freaking, like, take any kind of pill to get away from that. But that's the system, right? Like, you go K through 12. Then you graduate, then well, you go to college, the school then you trauma. get all of the school trauma, and then you Ugh. get all of the school debt, and then you're, like, supposed to have this, like, perfect house and perfect family and perfect husband debt, and debt, perfect debt, kid. Debt, 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 yeah, debt. and, like, buy this new car and pay all these insurance bills because you got to have insurance on your house and your car, and then where, where do you get to live? Debt. You don't, yeah. It's debt, debt is slavery. System. It Corporate is. Corporate America is slavery. Modern slavery. But and I hope that I piss people off saying that because if you react to that, it means you believe me. Step the fuck out of what you're doing. Find 
what you were meant here to do. We are all special. Get out of the matrix. Get the fuck out. And we've watched both of our parents. Oh my gosh. Corporate America. Their whole lives. Their whole lives. And like now they're both retired and they are both like searching for a purpose. I mean. Because that generation wasn't allowed to have a purpose. Right. And so, I mean, it's like really scary. Yeah. Like they literally have just, they just in corporate America and they like both are such beautiful humans. They like. Yeah, but they've also both have so much trauma and like mom's microdosing. So I'm really excited about that. But the thing is, is like. They don't, I mean, my, our dad, I mean, he has so many gifts, but I don't think he's ever stepped into himself. Right. Because, but he wasn't ever given the opportunity because it was the system. That but was it, what that also, generation was. It's not even just the system. It's like, I don't even think he knows who he is. Well, exactly. And I think that's right. part of addiction is it's like a suppression of self. Yeah. But both of our parents are spectacular. Yeah. They're, oh, they're, I mean, they're great. But they're great ha- humans, but they have trauma and they have. It's actually having the balls to like put it out there and be seen. I mean, look what the fuck we're doing right now. It's like six months ago, I would have been like, oh, fuck no. It's scary. It's true. And like going from, you know, you had a corporate job. I worked, I mean, I worked my ass off. Yeah. And it was, you know, my job wasn't corporate, but I worked in a small it was still family owned. And it was still the Matrix. Still the Matrix. I still had a boss and yeah. I still showed up on time every day. Yeah. And if I didn't, I didn't have a job. And yeah. Now I get to sleep in when I want to and show up when I want to. Well, and I just think it's a common misconception that life has to be hard and has to be this. It's it's all programming. It's all just a program. And I am just so here for people stepping outside and really finding themselves. Like owning who you are, taking responsibility, not being in the victim spin. Because that was the other thing that that man, that boy, he's not a man, um, came in and taught me was like, Oh my gosh, how many times have I made an excuse yeah. similar to the fact of I can't plug a fucking blender into a wall? I'm like, when am I going to take ownership and responsibility for who I am? And I am completely responsible for the, the moment that I'm in. I'm not responsible for the childhood that I have and the traumas that I've been given, yes. but I am responsible for who I am right now. And as soon as I start living that, understanding that, and taking advantage of that, because we all have gifts, right, is when you <laughs> actually step out and you see these people that have done it and it's like, Who's college educated that's a billionaire? It's actually rare. Right. Because they never entered the system. Systems right. and they never systems. have debt. They never, never had, had debt. Most of them dropped out of college. Yeah, Our because there's bullshit. a few. Isn't there a few of them um, that actually took their college loan money? Oh, I don't know. I think there was, I believe, I don't, I, I would have to look it up. But I think there was one of them who won, owns one of the big, mm-hmm. big, 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 companies but he took he dropped out of college and took like his last student loan money and he started a company and now he's a billionaire yeah i mean look I at mean, tucker like, max yeah tar- i mean tucker max tucker max is a shit look at jeff bezos i mean i'm not like a um, super huge fan of amazon but like he believed in his system and like everyone told him he was, he was fucking crazy and, like steve jobs steve jobs found apple right because he was doing mushrooms <laughs> and like he literally says it in his book about how like that was his breakthrough and he was like i'm wow i figured it out and now look at all of us we're addicted to apple if you want to find yourself lose yourself first yes i think that that is the hugest thing and i think so many people have covid trauma um because a lot of people lost their jobs both of us lost our jobs yeah we both um we were on different sides of the country and literally landed back here in colorado and the universe is intelligent yeah it really is but so like look at your look at what the well look at what covid gave you guys 
and you know they're not necessarily a bad thing maybe this is your opportunity to start over and start fresh well it's also you know everything happens for a reason I'm a firm believer in that there's no such thing as coincidence there's no such thing like I even had a huge synchronicity with one of the girls that I was coaching the other night it's like um, I won't share too much but it's just like her massive trauma happened on January 6th and we were doing trauma work yesterday which was January 6th maybe exactly two years it's like you will start to see synchronicities where it's like oh my god I'm exactly where I'm supposed to be that is the universe God whatever you believe in telling you like hey, you are right where you're supposed to be. You're doing the work you're supposed to be doing. You are on the right track. But just listen. You have to listen. But you have to learn to listen. You have to stop long enough to learn how to listen, and that's so hard. I mean, we never stopped. No. And how many times did we put it down on paper, and then we're like, gone our own way but it also wasn't the right thing and we call well we and we always made an excuse there was always something in the way you know and like i why i think facilitators and coaches work is it's a lot like aa it's like i have walked the walk to be able to talk the talk and like therapists psychiatrists all these people it's like okay they're either crazy have been crazy or are going crazy right it's like that's just it just is what it is to want to deal with somebody else's problems i don't want to deal with somebody else's problems i want to teach you how to take your traumas because those are your gifts. Well, like, and the goal, I mean, the goal ideally is to have a coach and to outgrow them. Right. You don't want to have a coach for the rest of your life. A therapist, they want you They want you so dependent on it's them. It's so different than the healthcare system. It's right. just your mind. And that's well, what I was saying. Is, is like, coaches don't. Yeah. There's this a trick. Is, this is what I was missing. This right. was the mental part of what I was, I was like, I can fix your body, but how do I fix the mind? Right. How do I change your neuroplasticity in your brain? So that I can, like, shift you into becoming who you were meant to be. Because I'm not just about, like, oh, let's fix your liver. I'm like, how do I make you... Whole body. It's everything. It's Whole like... body. And it's what happened to me when I got a birth control. And I've been on my adventure for, like, 10 years. Right. Um, but now I want to speed that up and hopefully, you know, we can have people do it in a far shorter amount of time. It's like, take everything that we've learned... Which is a lot. (laughs) I mean, I think I have been working with my coach for almost two weeks, and I think I've done more trauma work in those two weeks than I have in the 10 years of therapy. And, I mean, how many? I had sponsors. I had, oh, you name it. I went to it, and it... Well, but that's because it's like... It didn't work. Now it's working. It's not not integrating your traumas. It's like, oh, well, we're trying to heal them. Don't do this. Don't do that. It's like, no... See well, that there's a bigger reason, and, and then you start to love every part of yourself. Well, and I think, like, PTSD, I mean, like, you go and you share an experience with a talk therapist. And mm-hmm. I have friends that are talk therapists. Just re- they just re-traumatize you. you, but then they traumatize themselves. So, like, what happens to that trauma? Like, the body doesn't know the difference. Like, you read the book, Body Keeps the Score. Right. You're just re-traumatizing over and over and over again mm-hmm. because your reptilian brain doesn't know the difference it's like holy shit i got a flight again and then we're back in ptsd again right and it's like what gets done nothing we're dependent on a therapist to re-traumatize us right i mean you you have to change the neuroplasticity just like ptsd that's why there's no near known cure because you actually have to change neuroplasticity in your brain and they found that mushrooms do that right and it's way better than yeah and i mean even the anxiety medicines and all the stuff like they'll slap a oh your anxiety here's an antidepressant and then you're yeah, like you take it the rest of your life right like, and who like wants that that's and, like the blue pill we were talking about in the last one like right. nobody wants that shit well and most of those people that take it are like i'm a walking zombie well and that's been my experience fix. that's why i yeah. got one of the people that i'm actually not coaching on like help them find psilocybin is right 
Actually, I didn't help them find it, but I helped facilitate it, like, getting right, it. Right, right, right. Um, and because, you know, they were on antidepressants, and it was like, I just feel nothing. And it's well, like, well, that's what a lot of people have said to me. And it's like, you have to change the trauma, the neuroplasticity. That depression is coming from past trauma loops, and you have to come out of them. But you also need a coach to help you process and move through that. And, um, you know, this is a very new thing. We're on the very cutting new. edge. I it think is. eventually this is, yes. is going to be, everyone's going to have, I this like the like, word facilitator, right. but, you know, coach or whatever. I'm not mentor, really a coach, coach mentor, mentor like, facilitator. Coach? No, I'm a facilitator. Well, and the interesting but. thing about psilocybin is that there is no actual biological damage because our bodies are wired for it. Yeah. Where all of like the antidepressant and anxiety meds, like God, your poor liver. Oh Jesus, yeah. <sighs> I mean, even the the mental um, mental disorders. Not saying that they're not real, but like even those drugs, you know. I mean, we've seen the aftermath. I mean, I've seen many people with aftermaths of thyroid issues, liver issues, kidney issues. You know, some people oh, yeah. are on dialysis the rest of their life because of it. Oh, for sure. Um, you know, cybicillin doesn't have that. No. Because it's there, there are plant. no known side effects. Plant Just like medicine. My birth control. No, it's also plant side medicine. effects. It is also plant medicine. Yes. I, God, universe, Created. whatever, yeah. however you believe, you don't have to believe a specific way, but I think there was something to counteract anything. There's light and dark. There's right. yin and yang. The universe is in balance. We are what makes it out of balance. Yes. By not taking the thing that balances the other. That's just like the masculine and the feminine. We, right. We're complementaries. Well, and I, I think that that's, that's a really important thing to understand. And like when you are looking for a facilitator, a coach, or a mentor to work with you with cybacillin, it's finding someone that resonates with you. It's, it's that yin and yang. Yeah. You have to have someone that has not only walked the walk, but like can also balance you and call you on your shit and make you like, Look. hey, you're not looking, you're being avoidant, and um, hey, yeah, if you want someone that just is like, rah, rah, yay, yay, you're not ready. Don't pay for them. They're yeah, full of it. They're full of shit. If somebody's not calling you on your shit, they're not your real friend. Right. They're not your coach. They're not a facilitator. Not a mentor. They're just Definitely there to make money and tell you to fuck off. Well, and that's the thing that we're seeing. Like, we have had several people come to us and then, like, we have looked at, like, their Instagram profiles and just asking simple questions. You can tell right off the bat that they haven't done the work. Oh yeah, it's I mean you difficult. can you can easily tell if someone's done their work. Well, yeah, and just able to hold space for other people. I mean, it's not. This isn't for the faint of heart, and you know we were gifted traumas so horrific or they deep were, or whatever. Deep. Like they were horrific too. Some they of them were. were oh, but think about the light that comes from that and right. the ability to hold space. I think the only trauma that I don't have is like a near-death experience actually no i've had that even fuck okay like there is actually yeah nothing that my trauma can't touch can't touch or i can't hold space for and that's like a pretty remarkable thing to say well and i think that there's something about when you're finding a mentor or a coach that word of holding space because that person may have never been able to relate to what you're going through right but if someone can hold space for you to walk through it that's amazing and there's a lot of people out there that think they know how to hold space. It's like there's a lot of people out there that think they know how to teach yoga. Don't even get me started on Walmart teachers. <laughs> but um, even just when you have a conversation with them, if they all they do is talk about them, run away. Yeah, I mean, you want someone that can relate to where you are and where you've been and stuff like that. Um, but, yeah, it's only if it's a productive yeah. And, and the first one that you come across, you don't have to buy. No. Shop around. 
but or at least look into it do the research it's something that's changed my life and that's why we're on here doing this but. yes and then also um you know find a real reliable source yeah i mean we're going to be opening coaching in Mark? february oh you're yeah you're starting in february yeah eight and you're doing eight spots yeah i think i'll do eight spots to start and we'll kind of see how that goes um and by that time the ladies that i'm working with will be done so i'll have hopefully we'll, we we We'll and we're going to have... We'll extend the invite. No, and I actually if, asked the sisters that I'm working with, and they both said yes. So we oh will God, actually have get them on them? here. So it'll be fun. So and like sisters, interviewing sisters, and they can tell me where they love me, hate me, or... Want to date you? <laughs> actually, they're both straight, so... Unfortunately, because they're... You never know. They might stunning, have a breakthrough. <laughs> no, I think they like dick. That, you know, I like dick, too. Same. We definitely like dick. Last podcast, we talked about dick. And don't forget to sign your balls. <laughs> Vitamin D. Um... But yeah, I'm so glad that you guys all joined us for Yeah, if you guys have any questions about and, and like if you are listening to this and you're like, Hey, I'm interested and you resonate with either one of us, by all means I will not probably be coaching until the summertime. Right. Um but you are taking you you are taking um and you're starting in February. But if you resonate with us, you can always DM us yep. on Zinchronicity two 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 dot or also, on Instagram. And then you can also inquire with us through our website. Right. Synchronicity222.com. Yeah, book a discovery call. You can do a discovery call. Yeah. It goes directly to our phone. Thanks. There's no robo calls or anything. Megan or I will be the one to pick it up. Um, and we can either coach you or we can give you resources to find a good coach. We definitely have people that coach outside yep. of us and they're they're genuinely good humans. You will they're learn a lot amazing. from them, and they've done their work. So they have. They're amazing humans. We like them a lot. All right. So um, stay tuned for episode four next week. Yeah. And um, we love you all. Keep it real. Yes. And if you have any questions, yeah, you know where to find us. You know where to find us. Have a great evening. Good too. Okay. All right. Bye. Bye.